Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs, as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice. If you build it, he will. It's the Skinny on Sports Podcast with Aaron Couch. I throw balls far. You want good words? Data languages. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Now, here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Calc with The Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. It's been a rough morning. I can tell. <laughs> oh, boy. I got in the shower. Yeah? By the way, this is a, The Skinny on Sports. <laughs> 98.1 FM, The Sports Animal. It is a Garrison Financial Friday. Hopefully, Scott can stop by. Uh, he texted me last night that he had planned on being here, but you never know in the crazy financial world that we live in. Yeah, uh, what pops up from from minute to minute, hour to hour. Uh, but Scott Garrison at Garrison Financial is a full financial planner. Uh, shops the open market to bring you the best value on life insurance and investments. I'll tell you all about him throughout the show. Scott at SoonerWealth dot com, uh, one twenty four North Main Street in Oak City. I forgot to get my phone; it's sitting on my desk. So. Uh, he may be texting us right as we speak, and we don't even know it. But uh, anyhow, uh, we'll see if he stops by. So I got in the shower. You know, sometimes some mornings when you get up and you feel like you're kind of stopped up, you know, uh-huh. from the overnight sleep. Uh-huh. And so I just, you know, I was going to shoot snot rockets. Oh, that's nice. You know, into the into the drain. And I I shot the first one out of the right nostril, and I'm like, all right, good. Shot the second one, and all of a sudden it was just like – the faucet ah. in my nose was turned on, and I mean, it was just like a stream oh, dear. of blood flowing out. Oh. For those that don't know, I, I I am afflicted with a bleeding disorder that my blood doesn't clot great, um, and and I actually bruise really easy. Yeah. So don't hit me if you see me out and you don't like <laughs> what I had to say. Don't hit me because I'll have this giant bruise. But anyway... So that's been a little bit of a mess. It caused me to forget the chili that I made last night for uh, a Christmas at my mother's tonight. Oh, does it give you a headache? Uh, it just, I tell you what, it wears me down Yeah, if it lasts. I mean, sometimes I can hold it and it'll go away. Sometimes, like like if I'm doing something, I can kind of stick some toilet paper up in my nose. I've got some stuff that it's a, a lot of times it's because it's so dry, and I'm sure that's exactly what happened uh-huh. with, with the weather change the air has gotten way drier yeah sometimes that affects it up in the nasal cavity and whatnot um so that yeah, there, there's a thing but if it lasts a while i mean i there's been times in my life where i've had nosebleeds that have lasted like 36 hours oh my goodness wow. so well there's there's a thing you can get that's designed to stop bleeding to soak up blood oh i know what you're talking about we can it won't fit up my nose we Jerry. can ask our it won't fit up my lady nose. friends down the uh, hall that's real funny I, that everybody would be wanting to pull that string out of my ass. <laughs> just snip it. Just trim it. It's cute. <laughs> it's, it's it's funny. I'm over here. I'm over here. I'm maybe dying. Oh, come and, on. And that's your, overreacting. your solution is to make fun of me. I'm not making fun of you. I'm giving you a, that is, a reasonable solution. I don't think that's medical that advice. Is what is designed it, that is what it is designed to do. Right? Yeah, except for it's not going to fit in my nose. There's different sizes, I think. I don't know. <laughs> you think, huh? I don't know for sure. Interesting. <laughs> All right, so, I, I mean, Scott's not here. 
yet. He probably stepped outside and said, forget this. Yeah, probably so. I don't blame him. <laughs> now it's, now it's Slammed the me. door, went back to bed. I do do the spiel at first that I always do, and I'm going to get my phone to see if he is updated okay. his whereabouts. Okay. All right. You want to be a part of the show? I'm trying to remember exactly what you say. Uh, be a part of the show. You can text us at 580-225-9698. Topic for today, how do we get Aaron's nose to stop bleeding? What's the best solution? Uh, also, um... Uh, looking at the rundown that Aaron has sent, um, Peyton Bowen, he is flipped. He, again, he is a Sooner. And what does that mean for, uh, well, the future of OU's uh, defense? And um, are we – I mean, I know Jim yesterday afternoon had some opinions about it, and I'm, I'm kind of curious what the opinion is uh, as far as the character of this kid. And uh, what do we think happened behind the scenes with Peyton Bowen? Uh, that's going to be real interesting. We record all our shows. We put that on our website, kadsam.com. Also throw a link onto our Facebook page, worth following us on Facebook. Still working on the iTunes uh, podcast situation. I might have to go a different route, but it is still archived that way, so you can catch up with us. And um, uh, we're getting. Cl- Are you excited for Christmas, Aaron? I'm excited for Christmas. I haven't been excited for Christmas in a while. And this morning, you know what I did? I turned on Christmas music when I got ready. You did. I did. I found a. Cool what is your Chris- favorite? Christmas- what is your favorite Christmas song? My favorite Christmas song. Um, now, okay, it's gonna sound weird. It's a song that many people have covered, but it has to be this version of the song. It's by uh, Jimmy Eat World, covering "Last Christmas." Remember that song, "Last Christmas"? I think George Michael did it. I'd probably originally. have to hear it. Yeah. Anyways, every time that one comes on, I turn it up. <laughs> But I like um, the classics, if it's done right, like Oh Holy Night. That's my favorite. It's yeah. not even close. It has to be done right, though. And it has to have somebody that has that range that can I hit feel that like high there, note. Is and, there an Allison Krauss version of Oh Holy Night? I'm sure there probably is. That'd I mean, she a, can go yeah. as high as you want to. Yep. Yep. I've never wanted to punch somebody in church, but uh, when I was a kid, or about a teenager. Josh Groban did it. Oh, Carrie Underwood did it. Carrie Underwood. Oh, I bet she did great. Um, but when I was a teenager, um, it was like, uh, in church we had, what's it called? Like cantina or something like that, where they would sing, it was just nothing but a concert of, of songs in the choir and the handbell choir and everybody would do songs. My mom did a solo of Oh Holy Night and, um, she kind of missed that high part, you know, and somebody was laughing. I wanted to turn around and, and whack them. I, yeah. Oh, made me so mad. Made me so mad. Anyways. Oh. Let's see how Josh Groban does. Oh, I bet it's fantastic. Oh, holy night. The stars are brightly shining. Yeah. It is the night. I just close my eyes and take this in. Okay. I mean, a lot of people can do that part. Oh. Yeah, you'd have to queue up like the, the. Oh yeah, here we are. That's it, right? You must have just really. Or it's coming. You know, this is what you call the kind of. If you need a little help. No. <laughs> this part right here. Here it comes. Fantastic. See, I, would, I wish I could sing. Man, I, I wish, wish I you could, could too. I wish I could sing like that. <clears throat> when I can't figure out what to talk about on so, on certain days, I, I could just belt have you a, break into song. Yeah. That would help Man. the show immensely. Well, I just think if I could sing like that, I wouldn't have to be here, you know. <laughs> well, that's a great point. <laughs> <clears throat> I'd be making some money. Oh, man, look through here. I'm just, I've started looking uh, at different versions. How about this one? This one's from back in the day. I gotta wait till the. Ads oh yeah, there's a band that I've really I've liked. I think I've said it before. It's called Manchester Orchestra. Oh yeah, yeah. And they have a Christmas album out, and him covering that song. You don't realize how good that guy can sing until you hear him sing that song. Here's another version. What's this one? See if you can name that oh, singer. Oh holy night, 
the stars are brightly shining. It is the night. I mean, I hear it. I, it's I, Nat King Cole. Nat King Cole, okay. Here's, a, here's one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> ton oh, of versions there. straight to it. This may be in Italian. Oh. Is it one of the... Uh, yeah. Tenors? good that's uh andrea bocelli uh-huh. you can see why that song is so it's it you know a lot of the the christmas songs they're they're fun and they're kind of catchy tunes but there's not a whole bunch of emotion to it yeah you cannot yeah. you can feel the emotion of that song with everybody that sang it yeah it it, it wells up that single tear yeah, it does. If you hear it just right. It's kind of tear. Like you that know, right there. I like, wish that would have been in, in uh, English. Oh, yeah. No, nah, it's a good Luciana song. Luciana Pavarotti. It, it, yeah, that's, that's a that. song if you think, can this person sing? Well, let's see if they covered that song and then listen to them. You know? <clears throat> There's like two of those. That in the in the uh, national anthem. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You want to hear Luciano Pavarotti and Placido Domingo? But I th- they're going to sing it in Italian. <laughs> you want to hear that? Okay. I'm just asking. Oh, oh, oh. Who? Hang on. This might be the best of all. Let me get past the ads. <laughs> Those darn ads. This could be phenomenal. It's a choir. The Tabernacle Choir. Oh. Listen to Chills. That. Yeah. It's awesome. That's not only one person you can sing, it's about 40 of them. Yeah, that's cool. When you, all yeah. at once. That's very cool. Anything yep. else? I mean, I I, I think. I, some I already of my, know the title of this show. What is it? Uh, it's a very skinny Christmas <laughs> or a skinny Christmas special or something like that. You know, some of the other ones that I like are just because they're in movies that I like. Yeah, like I like here comes Santa Claus because that's when everything goes to hell in a handbasket with the police breaking in at the end of <laughs> Christmas vacation. You know, yes. Um, oh, that's. Good. I can't believe I, this might be the first, and hopefully it's on sometime between now, or I'll just break out the DVD. I don't care, but I haven't watched. It's a wonderful. I haven't even seen it. It's a wonderful. It's life. a wonderful life. Usually, it comes on like Thanksgiving night. On. Or yeah, like there's that run up in between. It seems yeah. like on on NBC they would always show it. I haven't seen it, which is sad. I haven't seen Elf yet this year. We watched Elf. We made it a point to watch. I think Elf. that's what we're gonna watch tonight. I'm gonna set we the girls down and watch Elf. Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation is tomorrow night. It is. That is me and my wife's tradition. Not very family appropriate just yet. Not for a nine and a six year old. No. But uh but yeah, um probably me. watch Elf tonight and then after we put the girls down watch Christmas vacation while we get the cookies ready for Santa. If you know what I mean. I do. I do know what you mean. We did some cooking last There's night. There's not a lot of assembling of the cookies this year. I'm pretty happy about that. So tomorrow what is today? Friday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we have Christmas tonight, two separate locales. Tomorrow will be at my father-in-law's at lunch. And so we were tasked with bring something sweet. Oh, okay. That's easy. So I got to looking around like, okay, what is a what, what, like a different type of Christmas quote-unquote dessert? And I found our friend from northern Oklahoma, the Pioneer Woman. Ah, yeah. Reed Drummond. 
She has a chocolate sheet cake with white icing and then like peppermint crumble. So basically you just like whiz up candy canes and sprinkle them over the top. Oh, so that's wow. what I, that's what so, we made. I shouldn't say I. We it was a family yeah, event as we it was making chili and then also the chocolate the peppermint chocolate sheet cake. Do you like that combo, the chocolate and the mint? No. You don't? No, don't judge me. Oh, I've never been a chocolate mint guy. Don't know why. It doesn't pair well with me. I know a lot of people like it. I get it. It's fine. A couple of years ago, I made some hot cocoa peppermint cookies Yeah, for church. Yeah. They were cookies? Good. Yeah. Hot cocoa peppermint cookies. Uh-huh. It was almost like a... <laughs> this is a mess. You're doing great. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the cookie itself was almost more of a brownie consens- consistency, mm. the way the, the recipe went. And then I found these little peppermint chips that you put on them. They were good. 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 Anyhow, do you make anything? You know what I'm like missing? treat wise or, yeah, or just, just anything? Anything for like it, it's so funny. We mentioned I mentioned yesterday that um almond bark shows up around Christmas. Yeah. And I got home and spread out on the table was a whole bunch of almond bark pretzels <laughs> that uh Karen Wyatt had been making throughout the afternoon. Awesome. Um oh, I mentioned it yesterday. My favorite's Chex Mix and my wife makes a she made a huge batch of that. And um, oh, really? Homemade Chex Mix? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, you know, in the oven and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. She she made a huge. I might. I actually I was gonna bring some, and when I got off the interstate, I realized I didn't bring it. So I'm <clears throat> thinking did. about running home after the show and getting it, and coming back so people can enjoy it here before we duck out for uh, Christmas break here. I got the presents and I forgot the chili. Oh, well. Uh, no, uh, banana bread. Me and bananas don't get along. Oh really? I don't mind. I don't. Bread. I, it's not an official allergy. Like I haven't got, but it's uh, it. And my wife just laughs at me every time I say this, but it gives me dry mouth. Well, that's uh, that's a type of allergy. No, people think I'm crazy because it's bananas, but it's it it dries up my mouth, makes it real itchy, mm-hmm. and I can't drink enough water to get that to go away. So. Bananas. I mean, I I don't mind the taste of bananas. I wish I could eat bananas all the time, but I it it just doesn't. No, uh, don't like banana bread. Sorry, I do. Sorry, there, TJ. I do. I love banana bread. Good. Love maybe a little strong, but I like it. Good. Good. Now I like all kinds of the treats. All oh kinds my. of treats. The how about the uh, what's the cookie with the little Reese's peanut butter cup kind of smashed and melted in the middle? Yeah, you know that's good. Uh, like that. My grandmother used to make bubble balls. What's that? It's like peanut butter and like Rice Krispie maybe and some peanuts. Huh. Oh, good God, no. Oatmeal raisin cookies are the worst thing <laughs> of all time. I am out. You, you know you know what the worst thing about one of the one of the worst things in in eating period mm. is when you see a plate of cookies and you and, and something you don't see a lot oatmeal chocolate chip cookies you don't see those a lot of times but they're delicious yeah and it's like you want you, you go and you think oh check it out somebody finally made oatmeal chocolate chip this is sweet and you take a bite of them and it's raisin oh that's just oh just such a disappointment bubble balls here Aubrey might know my cousin bubble balls were awesome here it is peanut butter rice krispies you roll that up in balls and then you dip it in, char- in chocolate oh my goodness yeah that's, i thought it was rice krispies. I, and phenomenal. i think it was probably crunchy peanut butter i'm making because it felt like there was just little bitty chunks of peanuts in there Man, that, that i could be making that part up in my own mind because it's been so long uh, since we've had them i think maybe one of my sisters gave it a whirl one year and it was just kind of like you wanted to pat him on the head and go, "Cow, we we really appreciate your effort, <laughs> but it's just not it, man. Yeah. You know, like great try. We love you. We love that you tried, <laughs> but those may have gone with Ruthie. You know? Yeah, yeah. But anyhow, 
bubble balls. That was always a part growing up. And then now, now my my little sister, my littlest sister, Allie. One thing she has been able to recreate that it, that takes you back to the childhood is the sugar cookies that Ruthie would make. Ruthie being my mom's mom. Mm-hmm. So she always had this this certain cup, right? And so she she would kind of make the dough into a ball, sugar it, roll it in sugar, and then press it down with this cup, and it would make this cool little... Oh, like a design like in design it. Design, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and but my sister has uh, recreated those to a to a really high standard. Good, good. So bubble balls, maybe That's not. Important. Sugar yeah. cookies, absolutely. Keep that going. And she has the cup. That's the cool part. She she is she has like, obtained it's, the. It's the same yes, cup used every year. Yes. It's not like a solo cup or anything. It's no, the same it's the cup. same. That's yeah, great. Yes, yes. That's and great. She is she has obtained that. And uh, is able to recreate those. It's it, she does fantastic work in that in that regard. There's no doubt. That's awesome. <laughs> My mom is listening. Well, good. <laughs> she said, and that's why I don't make bubble balls because you judge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't. Eh, well, I probably do. <laughs> oh man. Are you the one when you walk in? Oh, Aaron's here. Let's hope, and then they hold their breath while you take the first bite of whatever somebody made. <laughs> if it's different than it's supposed to be, yeah. And you're like so. looking. Is he gonna okay. like it? Is he not gonna like it? All right, we're gonna have to take a break so I can go change out. <laughs> okay. What I've got. What you keep, got going on there? A lot off the keyboard. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's this Garrison Financial Friday. We'll be back. Talk about the news of the day yesterday, which is Peyton Bowen. Ended up a sooner. How did that all happen? We're coming at you. Man, it's almost Christmas. Skinny on Sports right here on the Sports Animal. Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs, as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at SoonerWealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific state's reference. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice. The Skinny on Sports. Welcome back. Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM, the sports animal. Pumpkin roll? Eh, I'm not a pumpkin guy. I mean, that's more of a Halloween, Thanksgiving thing. No, I'm just not pumpkin. Nah. I'm not pumpkin-y. pecan uh, Sam's wife makes Chex Mix and spicy Southwest crackers. Man, I love those spicy That's crackers. Good. That's really good. I like that. I like that too. A little, uh, I wonder what she puts on them. It's a spicy Southwest. That seems more than just like the crushed red pepper. I like the crushed red I pepper. Think you could, can you buy? Oh, there's like a the seasoning deal. Oh, like Cheez-Its go in it, right? It couldn't you? I think you could buy them spicy. Oh, really? I think. Well, that would imply that Laura's not really even making anything. Oh, whoa, She's just buying. Wait, no, you're, you're, you basically just I'm said just she just buys the flavored cheese. No, I'm just asking. If that's one way to do it. I'm sure rude. there's other ways to do it. There's other recipes. There's more than one way to skin a cat here. Yikes. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. Basically, Jared just said, uh, no, she doesn't cook. She just buys. That's what I heard. <laughs> uh, yesterday, man. That's an ingredient. You're buying the ingredient. I mean, it's just really one more step. You're sprinkling the the seasoning on. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to be. In case he plays this for his wife, I'm going to be on Team Laura that she makes these from scratch. Oh, and puts boy. together some kind of seasoning mix, and oh. I'm wondering what it is. Oh. 
Jared's saying, oh, no, she just goes out and buys cheeses. Well, has he, has he, is he, he texting hasn't. you or the, the text line? Text line. Well, let's just see if we get a name. Maybe he's seeking that answer. Like, uh, honey, how do you make your check specs? He's waiting for a reply. Oh, something about the crackers. Yeah, exactly. What, do you buy the pre-seasoned crackers, the already seasoned checks or uh, uh, Cheez-Its, Cheez-Nips, whatever? No. Or or is it a homemade? Obviously, it's a, she said he says she makes her own Chex Mix and spicy Southwest crackers. Okay. And you just accused oh, her. Oh, okay. I know the crackers he's talking about. Well, I know. You put the, those in a bag and you kind of <coughs> yeah, shake them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. But, I, I mean, thought I thought I thought I read it wrong. I thought I read it as being spicy Chex Mix. Oh, that's how I putting read the that. crackers into the Chex. Thank you. That's oh, what okay. I, how I read it. So I was sitting here thinking, my goodness, this that's is the how, rudest okay. thing that's ever been uttered no, on these. That's on this how show. I read it. I understand now. He was talking about two items. That's I thought correct. It was one item. Chex Mix with yeah. these spicy Southwest crack. I see what he's saying. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm she makes them there. both. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, you're on it. You're on it now. Gotcha. You won't be exiled out of Canute when you get home. No, those crackers are awesome. So I'm talking about. No, oh, those but are I, great. But those I've only great. made them with like, uh, like the crushed red pepper flake and some ranch, dry ranch dressing, with the oil. Bake them. Yeah. Then put them in a big old Ziploc and shoot them, them around. Yeah. 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 Those are good. Sometimes, depending on the level of heat, sometimes you, you know. It's just the way it goes when you shake them around, and a whole bunch of red pepper flake ends up on one. You know what we call that one? <laughs> What's that? A beer drinking cracker. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's hotter than the rest. All right, Peyton Bowen. What an amazing, what, 24 to 36 hours in the life of that youngster and, of course, all the dorks like me that were F5-ing, refreshing my Twitter for about two and a half hours after the show until the announcement was actually out there. I mean, there were some cryptic uh, tweets. I know Venables had one. Once uh, once Jackson Arnold posted his tweet with the, the guy from Napoleon Dynamite with the, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. You, you pretty well knew what that meant. Uh, but then it was official yesterday afternoon that, that in fact, Peyton Bowen was going to be a member of the Sooners. A couple of things here. One, I mean, I, I would love to know what really happened. What is the real story of what happened? What do you think? What what what, do you, what is your what is your theory on the end of that recruitment? The, the, the first thing that came to my mind, and then I read it, in, or like a, a someone else kind of agreeing with my theory, and then Jim even mentioned it yesterday, and it, I think. He always, I know, I mean, it's a a, such a stretch, but I feel like I think he always wanted OU, but mom wanted Notre Dame because Notre Dame is, uh, you know, it's a prestigious school, you know, academically, and obviously football, the tradition's there. And uh, I think dad wanted the bag up in Oregon. They were late players in this thing. And, um, but I think uh, Peyton himself wanted OU the whole time, and he, he called Mom's bluff and said, "Okay, uh, Oregon." And then Mom freaked out and said, "Listen, Mom, I could either go to Oregon, be that far away, or I could be right up the road, thirty-five in Norman, because that's where I want to be." And then uh, the rest is history. But I really think OU is always a thing for him. Because we felt we were hearing that days leading up to this. For days leading up to this, that, hey, it's looking like he's going to flip to OU. I mean, getting crystal balls everywhere, you know. So I think OU is always, was always at the top of his list, but it was family that was pulling him one way and the other. Yeah, it's interesting because last Friday. I wonder when how I was- much sleep he got. <clears throat> you know, I bet there was a long sit down with, with parents and family and discussing the, you know, coming to a consensus of going, okay, it's Norman, it's OU. It, it it's hard to tell because, you know, it, last Friday I mentioned this yesterday when I was driving to Kingfisher, for the for the basketball, 
listening to Teddy Lehman, who you would think on the broadcast for the on the radio and and tied in and all that, tied into to what's going on. He mentioned that, and I think they had Josh McQuistion on as well from Sooner Scoop, who is one of those guys that people trust. And the conversation was, if he goes to Oregon, which he was supposed to mm-hmm. last weekend, then it's going to be Oregon. But I don't think he's going. And sure enough, he did not go. And then you read his mom's comments after the hat ceremony, and she says they sat down as a, as a, as a family on, on Tuesday night and narrowed it down to two. And Oklahoma wasn't. That's why the hat wasn't even on the – I mean, is this is this the first time ever that the team that he's that somebody signed with didn't even have a hat on the table when the announcement was made? Um, uh, what's his name? Thune, Parker Thune. He, um, I heard him say yesterday there was a rumor that underneath one of the helmets, inside the helmet, was an OU hat. Okay, well, we didn't see it. That, that, I guess that that can all be whatever. It's all hearsay, but <clears throat> but it's 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 amazing that it came down to two, and then all of a sudden Oklahoma's back in it. Now everybody's blowing up my phone, and the elephant in the room is the girlfriend, the girlfriend who is an Oklahoma mean. soccer player right Water now. An elephant? That's mean, dude. That's the elephant in the room that nobody <laughs> wants to talk about. And I mentioned it when we made our predictions on Wednesday going off the air. It is undefeated. And it still is, even though it looked like some sort of Washington Generals upset against the trail, the, the uh, Globetrotters Wednesday afternoon. Girlfriends are still undefeated. Boy, this feels like an SNL skit waiting to happen. <clears throat> that Christmas dinner, mom just glaring at girlfriend. You're the reason my baby's not going to Notre Dame. I mean, do you really think that he he was forward <laughs> enough thinking to go to do what you said? I want to go to OU. Mom wants me to go to Notre Dame. Watch this. I'm going to pick Oregon and then Oklahoma will be the lesser of two evils. Again, that's I said it, it's a stretch. But if that's the case, man, he's a smart kid. I mean, he played it well. He's I will say this: checkers while everyone else is, or he's playing chess when yeah. everyone else is playing checkers. I don't know. I, I don't. Th- I, I think he simply didn't know what he wanted to do. I remember or, I did that to my my conflicted. mom. I did that to my mom. I told you this uh, with back in when I was like a teenager, need a new pair of shoes. Went to go buy shoes. I saw a pair of shoes I wanted. She saw a pair of shoes she wanted. I didn't want those shoes, so I went to. A pair of shoes that I knew she wasn't going to buy me, and she finally can say, "Okay, fine, get those shoes that you originally wanted." <clears throat> yeah, I mean it—it's probably not the greatest sign for his potential career if he's running psychological ops on his family to go to where he wants. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyhow, um, the best quote that was told he's to there, me—I so. said this to you off air—but the best quote that I and I won't bring names into this, but. Someone said, well, this is a family decision. And then someone else said, no, this is the kid's decision. This is a family discussion, but it's the kid's decision. And I certainly hope that that's what they conceded on. I was like, listen, this isn't about us. This is about him, what he wants to do. And I, and I wonder if that was, like I said, I wonder how much sleep they got after, after uh, what, Wednesday night, or on Wednesday night. Well, supposedly, as soon as he made the announcement, everybody left. They, he started calling OU and Notre Dame back and saying, "Hey, wait a minute, I'm I don't, I don't know if I did this, this right." Feel right. Yeah. And supposedly, the the LOI, the letter of intent, was sent in to Norman Wednesday night. Oh, really? Suppose that's some stuff that I've read that the that the decision had reversed course even as soon as Wednesday night, and and then uh, he had fact he had sent in his letter of intent to Oklahoma. Yeah, uh, not even yesterday, the day before. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, it's going to be interesting. Here's the thing. Two things can happen. One, this is going to be a footnote in his career, and that means he turns into a very good player that the, the recruiting services has have him ranked. Or two, it's going to be the headline. Because this – no, I mean, he, he wrote or somebody wrote a really well-thought-out, thoughtful – apology 
that he posted in his announcement on on Twitter and on Instagram, right? Yeah. I mean, that was really well thought out, really well written, and it's one of those things that you know you you have to no matter who wrote it, you've got to commend a young kid for taking responsibility of a mistake. And there's no doubt the way this played out was a mistake from not necessarily wavering and flip, flip you know, sometimes you're, you're 18, right? It's, it's hard to know what you want to do, but the way, you know, putting on the Notre Dame hat and then putting it down, you know, that kind of thing is what, where I, where I think, Oh gosh, that was a mistake. He shouldn't have done that. Um, but at the end of the day, but I, I think he's, he's 18 on, and he apologized yeah. for it. And so if, if you take his apology, I mean, people, if he didn't, people would be demanding one, right? And yeah. so, but now that he did, it's like, oh, who wrote that for him? He doesn't really mean it. It's not sincere. Well, you, you can't have it both ways, right? So obviously the idea is to be able to, you know, start from scratch with this decision. And that's what he tried to do. People aren't going to let him. Uh, some people aren't going to let him. Obviously, OU fans will <laughs> because they're, he's coming to Norman, right? Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a huge get for Oklahoma, and a bunch of people, a bunch of grown adults at eleven fifteen on Wednesday were scrubbing their social media accounts for bad things they posted about a kid that they loved mm-hmm. twenty four hours later, right? Right. And that's just the that's the beauty of recruiting. Number two. And I've seen this posted around, and I don't. It's either, you know, I don't. I don't. It doesn't matter who's posting it. But the idea that Brent Venables should go back on everything he's ever said about commitment—that doesn't apply here. This kid was never committed to Oklahoma. Yeah, exactly. So you, it's like what I was saying yesterday. It, it's, yeah. He's he never was, and so there, there's none of this. You know, everybody wants to try to go back and throw Venables. You know, if you're if you're really committed, you don't take visits. You know, kind of stance back in his face when people when people flip to Oklahoma. That's not that's not the, not the point. The point is, if you're if we are going to accept your commitment, it's going to mean something. This kid never did. All he did was sign with OU, which is the highest level of commitment you can have for one year. So all of that crap. And, and trying to – it's like such a gotcha thing. Oh, he needs to – no. You know what You know what is proven to be true from what Venable's stance was with recruiting? The 23 other guys that have been committed forever that signed on the dotted line Wednesday morning that nobody paid attention to. There wasn't any of that flipping around drama away from OU. Why? Huh. Maybe it's because that stance actually means something to the kids that signed on the dotted line. Exactly. And you also can't go back and say, well, yeah, that's not working with the upper upper tier guys. Huh. Oklahoma's, what, consensus fifth class right now on the 247 composite rankings, which takes everybody into account. Right. And, and the idea is to take away the bias of one site or one service over another. So to to act like that 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 you know that that was a big thing when he said that when he first got the job about how a commitment's going to mean something and if you're not ready to commit we're not going to take it but if you do then you don't need to be taken guess what that's what happened and it's what happened to the tune of a top five top five class so maybe this works better than what people wanted it to and, and people wanted it to being skeptical OU fans or obviously rival fans that wanted to figure out a way to kind of poke holes in what Venables is doing. Yeah, there's always going to be that. I was interested and I finally found my answer. Who um is enrolling early? A bunch of them. Bunch of them are. I count 14. Yeah, I knew it was a bunch. Including Arnold and and uh, Bowen and uh PJ. Yeah, well that's why that's why Bowen had to make this decision now. It, you know, people are like, "Why won't he wait till February?" Because he's an early enrollee. Yeah. He's got nothing else he, to do. He has, yeah, he's done with with high school. So that's 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 interesting to me because of the impact, the immediate impact of some of these guys that you know, including Bowen. You know, will he see time on the field? There's, I mean, hearing Blevins yesterday, 
talk about the secondary is already kind of short up, but you could probably see him get in there, rotate in, especially in special teams too. He might be an immediate return man. Well, I got I I'll be honest with you there, Dino. The secondary <laughs> doesn't need to be short up. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't need to be after what we saw last year. Yeah. That that's silly in my mind. Um especially with these guys being able to go through spring roster spots available and, and there's I mean I've heard it being thought I, I wish I knew exactly what the the scholarship numbers were right now with defections I, I can look that up and we can have that uh, coming up on Monday but I know for a fact that the NCAA is going to allow no these huge classes this year to get back to 85 as the total number of whatever that number is you know if it's 40 then you can have 40 you know Oklahoma's got 29 so far between the the class or maybe 39 I think it's 29 though 25 commit or 25 high school kids and four portal kids in the class and that uh, I, that number's going up I, I don't think there's any doubt there's still that number will be somewhere closer to 35 by the time it's all said and done between maybe some late high school signees in February and then also, obviously, Portal. And here's another thing. <clears throat> we still don't know exactly who's leaving. There's a good chance there's going to be some guys that play in this bowl game that then go, Marvin Mims come just leaps to mind. Is Marvin going to play the bowl game and then go to the NFL? You know, mm-hmm. there, there's still some guys like that. So I don't think this class is anywhere near done. I think you can see – five to ten more depending on what happens after the bowl and um venables said that yeah i think he, in, he made he made mention of it so many words he said you know we we're not done he he said it before wednesday was even before even noon so yeah they're not done do you have a problem with what dabo said what did he say he said that the he, he said that the Clemson program has always been built on the NIL in the name, image, oh. and likeness of God and not of the player. You have a problem with that? No. I wonder why people do. Because that's the culture we live in. You can't speak like that. Yeah, what if he'd have said getting, getting blasted for it? Yeah, that's ridiculous. He what, can he can say that. What if he'd have said we built this program in the name, image, and likeness of the devil? Any anybody erupt? Oh, oh he would uh, he would be given some kind of an award at yeah. the ESPYS for being brave. Arthur Ashe, Man of the Year. Yeah, bravery in the face of God. I guess is that, what you could call that's it. How, it's sad. It is, I agree. It is sad. It's ridiculous. He can what say it is. that. He can absolutely say that. Well, because that's the way that they have built that program. As much as people don't want to listen to it. He has done it that way. Right. And I think that's also a little bit what you're seeing here in that same mold, which to me ought to lead to a more disciplined uh, team that you can root for a lot easier than maybe some in the past with the, with the antics and the way that they act, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that remains to be seen how it works, but that's certainly the goal. I think of what uh, what Venables is building here. Did you see Jimbo? See what he said? Uh, is that not the most hypocritical thing he could have ever said? Without any shadow Bla- of a doubt. Blasting the NIL and the portal, saying it's ruining college football. And it was I always knew it was going to be pay for play, but I didn't think it was going to happen this fast. Really? It, it happened last year, dude. At your school. Yeah. I knew eventually there would be pay for play, but I did not know it would happen. Uh, it would be NIL like it came about. The problem with all of it is that there is no consistency in rules. And then when you get into the portal, there is so much tampering going on, it is utterly ridiculous. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. We are only in college football. So wow. is he going to practice how he preaches here? He's mad because... Did Lincoln take – he tampered with Mason Cobb first, and it didn't work. 
and he ended up out at USC. The because uh, when as soon as that happened from the OSU linebacker, everybody said, "Oh, he's got a deal from A and M already." And then he ends up at USC. Is, is that just sour grapes? I know it's hypocritical. There's no doubt about that. What do you like in the NFL this week? Big win last night for the Jaguars. Big win. Well. What do you mean? It's the Jets. Well, it was. Well, I know what you're saying. It, it in was the, the grand scheme of things. Yes, it was a, a team big, that was yeah. ahead of them in the standings. It would have been embarrassing if they lost to the Jets. Jets are in a free fall. I mean, they they're in, in a Zach Wilson falls. What they're, they're in, in. nose dive. Top Gun was on like repeat yesterday on Paramount. I was, kept watching some of that when I got home. But I keep thinking of some analogy of, you know, the the Jets are inverted. I don't know. They're bad. They're bad. Wilson's bad. I knew he'd be bad. Oh, but there you go. That's that's the hope, Sam. Jimbo may be afraid that Hicks is going to go to OSU also to get that out there. Oh, wow. It's oh. out there. There's a chance. Interesting. Oh, no, the Jags now 7-8. and eight. What, what this does is guarantees them, if they can beat Houston next week, that week, that week 18 – gives them a shot to tie Tennessee. Now, I don't know what the tiebreakers are in the division. Is Tennessee in trouble without their quarterback? Or is it oh, a wash? Th- well, they, they have to – here's the deal. Both teams play a good team, the Texans, and then themselves. Last night, Jacksonville got the win against the good team. Tennessee has Dallas next week. And, oh, by the way, oh, of course, if they tie, the Jags win. Because the Jags have already Jags destroyed Tennessee a couple weeks ago. I forgot about that. Right. So this, if they can just beat Houston, last night ensures them playing for the division. The last week of the season. That's a huge win for Jacksonville. Yeah. What else is going on this week that you like? Um, I mean, obviously watching Eagles and Cowboys. Keep an eye on uh, the the Bengals and Patriots kind of is a little intriguing it's in new england Bengals where they won six five in a row four what Gosh, six in a row something like that i mean they're looking good but then there's the patriots at new england they're coming off that embarrassing win against uh, the raiders they would love to bounce back and there's still a shot for the patriots to make the playoffs i'm kind of rooting for it because i picked them to be in the playoffs in preseason so um that one could be could be fun yeah eight out of nine six in a row some games that Seattle needs to win, but they got to go to Kansas City. Giants are at Minnesota. Detroit, there are the Lions. At Carolina, this could be the week that they actually get into the playoffs because Washington and San Francisco, I'm, I'm interested in that one maybe more than any other game. And the reason being. Washington and San Francisco? Yes. Yeah. And here's why. Um Brock Purdy playing a good defense. Washington's defense has been awesome lately. And it's I want to see what's going to get better because Chase Young's supposed to be back. Exactly. So let's see if per this is the first I mean listen, he's been great. There's no doubt about it. And if he passes this test and looks like he has so far, then I may be wrong about San Francisco needing to upgrade that position and didn't do it. If not, then there's some huge question marks that surround every quarterback going into the NFC playoffs. I'm excited about that one. Very excited. All right. Wonder where the coldest game's going to be. Oh my gosh, there's about seven choices. There's Chicago, there's Cleveland, there's Pittsburgh. Kansas City, there's Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Uh, where else? That would be your candidate. Tennessee will be – I mean, they're, they're all good. What about Minnesota? Is, that's outdoors now, indoor, isn't it? No, they're indoors. Is it indoors? Yeah. That bowl game last night was cold. Ugh. Oh, man. 
Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs, as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice. The Skinny on Sports. It's in the hole. Welcome back. Garrison Financial Friday right here on the Skinny on Sports. Do you like to uh, do you like to manage your stuff but you're not sure how to get it started? Scott can build you an, uh, a plan. He can charge you hourly and then you can manage it or he can just manage your investments for you. Loves to work with your, uh, your, your accountant to get everything streamlined with your tax ramifications and your returns. Scott at SoonerWealth.com, 124 North Main Street in Elk City. It's Garrison Financial. Scott Garrison at the helm there. So what do you got planned this week, this weekend? Um, Real low-key, not a lot of travel. Going to my dad's tomorrow for lunch and um, open presents and, and do the Christmas thing there and then go to... Uh, Christmas Eve service, church service, and come home, wind down, relax. Like I said, watch um, Christmas Vacation. Wake up um, Christmas morning and open up the presents. And just hang out at home all day. How about you? Yeah, mom's tonight. Oopal's tomorrow. And then home on Sunday. Very good. Need to figure out something to cook for Sunday. Is there one thing that you're just hoping is wrapped underneath that tree? That you like I hope this is it. Yeah, probably like a pair of tennis shoes. Oh, okay. Got a certain pair picked out that No. Just you just need a new pair overall. Uh I need them to be new balance. Okay. I do not need them to be Nike. Okay. That's my one. It's your one <clears throat> request. That's Yeah, that's my one, uh, what do you call it? Prerequisite? No. Re, uh, uh, protest. Demand? <laughs> no, it's my protest. Protest Nike and all their okay. hideousness. New Balance. I like the way they fit. They're nice and comfy. What about you? You got something? Uh, ironically, a pair of shoes I had my eye on. Um, what are Hoka's? I'll look them up. They're, they're they look kind of cool. Um, oh, they're shoes. Yeah, shoes. I mean, any more? What I look forward to is to watch my kids on uh, uh, open up the presents. So you know, it was interesting last night. It's come full circle for me. I didn't. Uh, I didn't catch what was going on. I knew so, uh, probably against our better judgment. Eh, that may not be true, but I, I'm still pretty skeptical about doing this. But yesterday, Kara went down and changed over her phone to Wyatt. Oh, does he know this? Well, that's here's I, I was cooking all that. So you know, we were cooking and all that, and. He was wanting to text somebody something. Oh, he's wanting to ask her mom what time they were going to be there today. When do we need to come? And he kept on going, Mom, where's your phone? Mom, and I didn't I didn't get it at first. Or, heck, I didn't get it until it was time what happened happened. But she's like, just use your iPad. I want to use your phone. Just use your iPad. I don't, I don't know where my phone's at. Well, she had wrapped it. Oh, okay. Already wrapped it up, right? And I, I was like, 
and then she kept on, hey, let's open a gift tonight. We need to open a gift tonight. And I wasn't putting all this together until we until she was like, we're opening a gift tonight. And I'm still like, okay, whatever. And so we all opened a gift. Mine, I've actually got on this sweet blue belt. Oh, cool. That I've got. Um, but she had wrapped up the phone, and she was like, "I was tired of trying to make up excuses about where the phone was. It was wrapped up in a box." So he, you know, that was cool. like he—that's something he really, really wanted. And I don't know, you know, with yeah. everything that goes on in in the world. But anyhow, so that was cool to see his face. I mean, he genuinely hugged her, like. A, a, a real thank you. Yeah. You know how sometimes it's a little bit half. Right. But, you know, oh, thank you, Grandma, for the stuff I don't want. <laughs> or what, you know, this was actually a, I really want this. I'm really excited. Thank you. So that was cool. That was very cool. We got her some, uh, some. she's cold, really cold around the house. Yeah. Or just in life. <laughs> and so, I mean, temp- body temperature-wise, not as a person, she's Warm and cheery. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I know what you meant. Uh, I found some uh, cow print slippers, like house shoes, that she put that we let her open last night. She loved them. She put them right on. It instantly became warm. Good. So we did that. That was kind of fun. Maybe we need to do that all the time. Of course, here's the thing. A lot of times he's not here. Like every other year, at this point in the year, he's with his dad. Yeah. So, but we did that last night. So that was, that was like fun. To see, to your point, seeing your your children excited about something they really wanted. Yeah, so that's the, good stuff. The best is when you open a present and you forgot that you wanted it. Yeah, and you're like, oh, you know, and that it means more than just the actual items. Like, man, like you know, say it's from your wife. Gosh, she really paid attention. Do you have a Do you have a favorite Santa or a favorite gift? From your childhood that you remember, um, just a certain one that you were like, yeah, it was a toy car, but it it was it was a uh, remote control car that had like tank tracks on it. I think it was called like Fast Tracks or something like that. It, it was cool. I mean, it would spin in a circle, you know, and. And that Christmas I got it, there was snow outside, and yeah. man, I'm just going to – I mean, I couldn't wait to get that outside and play with it running around the backyard in the snow. It was cool. Very cool. I've got two. One was circa about 1985 or six. Yeah. I received a Walter Payton football – like a the full – like a helmet, shoulder pads – jersey and pants the whole rigmarole and then a few years later so when i I was a kid we would go to my dad's folks up in leedy christmas eve and so there was this giant box i'm talking oh i don't know six foot long and foot high or whatever it was. Yeah. And as soon as that showed up underneath our tree at home, it didn't have a name on it. And so I was at, I uh I immediately was like, "What's that?" And my mom told me that it was a it was just a t-shirt that they had put in this giant box for my grandpa cuz she always was kind of giving him the needle a little bit. Yeah. Kind of ornery. Now, and so like I was so excited for him to open that gift. Like, ha ha, it's just a t shirt. Well, so we get up to Leedy and it's open Christmas present time and all that's happening, da 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 da. And it was kind of hidden back behind the tree, and I had seen you know, I was really excited about opening that him opening that present. And so everybody's kind of dwindling down. I was like, No, 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 there's another one. Grandpa, you gotta open that one. And so he got it out, and he was like, why don't you help me? Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, I don't think, uh, okay, okay, I will. <laughs> yeah, it was a Nintendo. Oh, boy. So it was really for me, but that is the way that they came up with the idea that I wouldn't even think about it. And That's it worked cool. perfectly. That's great. Because I couldn't wait to see him 
open that giant box and there'd just be some t-shirt in there. Yeah. And instead, it was like the original Nintendo. That's awesome. So I'll, I'll never forget that memory, for sure. That's and, awesome. Yeah, it was cool. So anyway, uh, everybody, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to y'all, Jared. Uh, have, a, yeah, have a wonderful weekend. Yeah. Uh, it's been a Garrison Financial Friday. Scott Garrison. 124 North Main, Scott at SoonerWealth.com. Merry Christmas, everybody. From us here at the Skinny on Sports. We'll be back Monday at Sayre. No Jim Monday. It's his birthday, so he's off. Just be us. Okay. It's his birthday. The day on, after? On Monday, yeah. And Christmas. then my mother's is Tuesday. Oh, my goodness. And Aunt Dina and Rick Marr. Wow. Any, hey, David Hicks, yes or no? No. I'm with you. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered to right. Way back. Goodbye. Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs, as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker, dealer, member, FINRA, and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice.